on the real dirt, I have my good friend and partner. I mean, I've known you all this time, and I can't even pronounce your name correctly. Jim uh, Dreschner. My first name is Jim. <laughs> and my last name is Hungarian. It's Garrett, sir. The CS is an, a letter in hung- Hungary. I learned that last year when I went to Budapest. Oh, uh, oh, that's why I can't pronounce it. That's why you Hungarian. can't pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, only get, you only have 26 letters in your alphabet. They got like 41 or something like that. But I'm glad to be here. Somebody- Hey, man, thanks, dude. Thanks for, thanks for joining me. I'm glad we got you on. Me and Jim, have been, we've got a bunch of projects the past year or so. We, we met through a group called Baby Bathwater. It's a networking marketing group, entrepreneur group. And we didn't even meet there, though, did we? We didn't even meet there. Yeah, How did just, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I basically was on the island in Croatia, this private island for a week with all these 150 people. I'd, I'd, I've met one of them before. And I probably became best friends with 30 of them. And I took over Chip's job on the island. And with the baby bathwater, I'm usually the cannabis. I roll it up. Yeah, I'm the cannabis connection. I roll it up. Yeah, they 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 don't have a guy that does that in baby bathwater. They outsource it to Chip. (laughs) When when Chip wasn't there, there was a break in the supply chain, and and (laughs) I started two days before I got there trying to create the supply chain. So they probably figured I was the best guy to keep it rolling. So honestly, I'm, I'm pretty good at that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so the story I hear is after this uh, event, it's basically like a five-day crash course in advanced entrepreneurism and marketing mixed with five days of long nights. It's a pretty incredible place. But after the fact, a couple of days after it came, people called me up and it was like, oh, man, you got to meet Jim. Oh, you got to meet Jim. And uh, two different people like sent us uh, friend emails, right? You know, Chip meet Jim, Jim meet Chip. <laughs> That's the cool thing about the group. Yeah, they they're, they kind of they try to mix and match you a little bit, and they try to find find either like minded or opposite minded people that seem to get along. You know, and and honestly, they they nailed this one. Oh, dude, me and Jim get along so well. You're kind of like an evil older brother. Yeah, I'm an evil older brother, but also <laughs> a little, but with a cousin with a cousin side to it. You know, we're you know, like you, you got your cousin that you believe in 100 percent because you have to, right? I mean, you're in there, mm-hmm. you're, you're messing with your parents, and your parents are came from the same family, mm-hmm. you know. So it's not like mm-hmm. you know you can trick trick them like you can trick fuck everybody else. So yeah, yeah, you learn a lot from cousins. And uh, I only had one brother. I didn't have any younger brothers. So I, I think Chip and I have a, a, a love-hate relationship in, in terms of we love a lot of things together and we, we, we don't hate anything, really. I mean, that's a, the neat part about us. We're, we're not haters. Oh, yeah, man. Not haters spend, at all. We don't spend a lot of time even going there. And uh, anybody that has any of that in them doesn't seem like they are allowed in what we're doing. You know, so it's, it's that simple. Which is pretty yeah. awesome. Well, yeah, you know, hate's a kind of a natural thing people have. I, I really have had to work it, work with it. Coming, coming from the South, uh, Southerners are typically like haters of things, right? And <laughs> that's, that's, that's not their, Southern. That's their default. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's their default. For good or for bad, you know, uh, it creates a lot of interesting cultural things that's good for it. I generally try not to prejudge or hate. And, that's um, a I've had to work on it. Yeah, I think, you know, Chip, that's a good point is I, I, you're, I believe that this entrepreneur group that we met through is a group that works on stuff, you know, and, and you see that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when I was there, one of the shows I went to, 
I think it was the marketing guy that runs all the advertising for Peloton. He started off the conversation with, uh, who here is an entrepreneur? And everybody raised their hand. You know, so it was uh, kind of humbling in, in the fact mm-hmm. that, you know, you brought that many entrepreneurs together and we were all there to learn more. It was, it was uh, like we were, it was like, yeah, we're entrepreneurs, but we're thriving. We, we thrive for more, for more information. And, and we're all there together, not, com- not competing. We all could probably be in the same industry because everybody's fighting for the almighty dollar in one way or another. But, uh, but yeah, well, that's what I liked about it most. And afterwards, when I, I sought out my, my cannabis, because I'm, I'm a medical cannabis guy. I, I've seen cannabis work for um, curing cancer and fighting cancer and making cancer cells commit suicide. So my whole goal in this cannabis space was to meet somebody that I think can help me get to that space faster. So Jim calls me, calls me up to the listeners of the podcast. I'm a very friendly person, but I'm, I'm very busy and I, I have a lot of different projects and I don't really take meetings with people. I don't know. I, I, I communicate with people over the phone or try to email back and forth with people until like, there's a reason to me. And this is all pre COVID too. So it was back to my old MO of like, Hey, you know, what do you, what do you love to chat with you? Let's get on the phone. Right. Like, you know, what do you, what do you want? you know, on an email and Jim wouldn't be straight with me. He was like, well, I'd rather just come up and see, I'd, I'm just going to go, uh, you know, so I'm keep blowing Jim off. <laughs> and one day he just, one day he just showed up. Right. Something like that. He's like, I'm coming tomorrow. I'll be there at noon. I'm a shorter than notice, a better kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, he, and- he's like a bill collector. <laughs> you're like a bill collector. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get, you don't tell him you're coming. Yeah. The best yeah. way. Right. So Jim shows up, we meet, we hit it off immediately. Uh, Jim smokes more weed than I do. Uh, he immediately had some great, great weed. We smoked like 10 joints. And in my store, before it was a store, I just rented the facility, my grow store, Cultivate. I just rented the facility. It was empty warehouse. And, and uh, we smoked it out and dreamed of what could be, huh, Jim? Yeah, yeah. I was looking for... I don't know what I was looking for, Chip. I was looking for somebody like you. I didn't. You I wanted no to idea. get into the cannabis industry. I, I did. You I wanted to be. Success, you were a, a successful business person, and you wanted to get in the cannabis industry and didn't quite know how, but love weed. That's it. That's it. And I, I saw all the things happening. I've got a bunch of my friends that are either retired or getting ready to retire. Half of them have never smoked a joint in their life, but they know that I have partaken my whole life. So, they were reaching out to me like, what do we do? Who do we invest in? How do we get into the space? And I was like, I don't know. Let me find out. You know, so I, I started digging into it and, and honestly felt like I've gone through like a four-year education class in the last 12 months with Chip because Chip is one of those guys that actually knows business, which I immediately realized that. I was like, this guy is actually a business guy and he's in the cannabis space because what I had experienced on a small scale was that you're either one or the other like most engineers don't sell, you know what I mean? And that's kind of what I consider like oil and water. You know, you're either an engineer or you're a salesperson. You're not, there ain't no way in hell you're both. They actually make a certain person that can talk to both people because they, they call it a liaison, you know, because they can't even talk to each other. They're so far apart. So that's what I really wanted to do in this space is learn as, as much as I possibly could. You know, there's so much to learn about it. And what I ran into was a buzzsaw. Chip introduced me to so much crap I don't even care about. But I was interested in it. 
you know, I, <laughs> I, I wanted to learn as much as I can. And not that I'm, I'm a huge education freak, but this space intrigues me. So, so here we are a year later. Uh, we've run multiple different deals together. I've invested in some of his businesses. He's, he's given me some direction on some other businesses to invest in or not to invest in, which is probably the most important thing, what not to invest in. Uh, you got to. Yeah. You, when to say no. When to say no. You got to love what you're doing. And, and I, I did love it. And, and not, like I said, now I've run the course of a year of investing, finding out that, yeah, everybody in the space is cool, but I'm not sure I love everybody in the space. I don't hate anybody, but I'm not sure I love everybody. Uh, well, many, many people just that if they're on a wing and a prayer or they have like this idea or this thing they want to do and it might not have anything to do with 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 the business of cannabis making actually making a profit, which can be cool, man. Right. Like those guys that are doing RSO for a penny a gram, man, coolest thing possible. Right. But it's a nonprofit business you know, in the truest sense. It really is. <laughs> I mean, they don't even let you expense your, your labor. Mm-hmm. What the hell, man? I mean, what, what kind of business? What, it's, it's just such a federal, this is a federal fucking. It's, it's literally at the point, it's, it's an epitome of getting fucked. Right, right. The ta- it's a, it's a, and Jim, speaking of the taxes, the 280 tax system, and basically we in the cannabis industry get taxed at gross profit instead of net profit. And uh, you guys can all go look that up, but it's basically profit before expenses is gross profit. And cannabis industry generally can't take off expenses, only cost of goods sold. Which is ridiculous. So everybody's forced to kind of, you know, still remain outlaws, right? I mean, we've talked about that from the beginning, Chip. We're guaranteed outlaws. I mean, we were forced Mm -hmm. into it. Mm -hmm. We're at different levels, but we were definitely considered, you definitely would look us up under the dictionary. And you would see pictures of us as an outlaw, yeah. you know, for sure, <laughs> no doubt. Not criminals, not criminals, not criminals. No, no, not we're criminals, not, but yeah, outside we're not the law. We're just right. forced to be well, outside the law. Yeah, forced, forced. Not even like by choice. It's like, oh man, we can't have normal banking. <laughs> right. Oh, and, right. and and so since then, you know, like Jim said, we've set up several can of businesses together and joined some other businesses. You know, I'd previously had a uh, hemp seed distribution company that was more of just like a brokerage. We've taken that and we're turned turned it into certified seeds, uh, and we're, we're we'll launch that later on this year. It'll be an online marketplace for certified hemp seeds. A one stop shop. One stop, one stop shop, multiple vendors. We're not making any of the seeds. They're all from the highest end, most reputable vendors in the country associated with this. And, yeah, so we spend um, our time, we spend our time going through. <laughs> sure, we have the best vendors instead of trying to grow the best seeds. Yeah, exactly. So we've gotten a bank account for that, and and man, how long did that take? It took six months. It took um, six months yeah. to get a bank account <laughs> <laughs> for, hemp, for hemp seeds. Hemp seeds, mm-hmm. and by the way, they're legal. Interesting thing, and, and that's what has brought us to our most recent venture, right, Chip? I mean, oh yeah, yeah, Green, Greener Group, Greener Group, yeah, Greener it's, Group. It's, it's something I think that we're both more excited about than anything else that we've got going. I mean, in terms of our our deals, Chip has a lot of stuff going on, and so do I individually. But together, Greener Group is our our baby. We're nurturing it to a point. We're still trying to figure out uh, how to deal with what space, but we, we we're kind of dialing it in. Uh, no, it's totally hit the ground running. That's for sure, man. So. Yeah. You can check it out at greenerconsultinggroup.com. 
It's a new website. You might have to like look for it a little bit. You can find us on LinkedIn. On Well, Facebook's already kicked us out, but Instagram. What I realized was for years, people have been asking me for consulting. And I've done it sparingly over time. A big part of it was because I've just got so many other businesses, it's hard to like dedicate the time to somebody when they need to, to solve a cultivation problem. So over the years, we developed a lot of technical consultation that was just free of service at Cultivate Colorado, and it still remains free. Right. If you want a light design or dehumidifier design, you know, you just tell us the square footage and we'll tell you immediately how many lights or dehumidifiers you need. You know, I'd shied away from all the other consultation, but what I realized was Jim had this really great business in in the automotive industry. And, you know, one of the things that I, I really consider one of my assets, I look at what everybody's doing and I try to bring in great stuff from it. And and Jim has this great business that he operates nationally. And I thought to myself, man, this is a great way to do this with, with cannabis as well. Jim, tell me about Nationwide. Yeah. So what we do is we manage vendors across the country for recalls uh, before they get to the dealer. So uh, auto manufacturing. Automobile, re- automobile recalls. Automobile recalls. So a car that normally gets sold at a dealer has a recall. You go back to the dealer, they fix it. Uh, what we do is we manage these projects for the cars that have not been sold to the dealers. And, and they're normally by the thousands. We go out there and, and bring whatever crews necessary. So they might need engines replaced or they might need a light bulb replaced. So you don't have the same people doing it. So I don't hire these people until I need them. And when Chip was telling me he's got this database of, of consultants that are, you know, that do from seed to sale, I was like, why don't we just incorporate that into what we yeah. do at Nationwide and manage these uh, vendors on an as-needed basis? Totally. They, yeah, Jim started, like, listening to my phone calls, basically. I was, uh, you know, or hearing me complain about or talk or, you know, about, like, my, my life or schedule. And he realized this, right? He was like, wow, man, your network is incredible. I mean, I think you were the first person to really bring it up to me. Yeah, well, everybody else has took it for granted because they, they don't, Chip, they didn't want to tell you anything because they wanted you to keep giving them free information for the rest of their life. And, and you would, <laughs> you would, man. That's my biggest challenge is to get you to quit. You know, we don't want to quit giving free information, but we, we got to draw the line somewhere, right? It's a bit, it's, it's people take advantage of it. And, and well, I, I definitely agree with that, but I'll, I'll also say that by my unconditional giving, it's brought me my network that I have. I agree. And, and, and what, what you have, have made me understand is there is a way that, that we can make business out of disinformation. And I still be able to unconditionally give. Cause like this, this, this podcast, we, we unconditionally give to people. Right. Like, yeah, I do this podcast to lead Jen for all my other businesses and tell you about CultivateColorado.com and tell you about CultivateOKC.com and tell you about GrowersCoco.com, uh, all my potting soil and, and now Growers and, and now Greener Group, too. We're telling you about Greener Group. But really, like I, I started this podcast because I wanted good information to go out to people about ganja, hemp, medical marijuana, adult use, the laws, you know, destroy the misconceptions and, and myths. And I that's, 
That's all unconditional, my unconditional giving on this podcast. It, it's, 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 a, it's a show of your unconditional love for the, for the cannabis plant. You know, as simple as getting people educated. I, I, I didn't know that cannabis was both hemp and marijuana. Uh, it's a very simple thing, but I've been around it my whole life. Didn't know that. Basically, starting with that, it makes you realize that all these things, hemp is legal. It's the same plant as, cannab- uh, as marijuana or high, high THC cannabis is what they refer to it as or and low thc mm-hmm. cannabis is hemp one's legal one's not what the hell man uh so so I'm, chip i want to talk a little bit about my project i've got going right now that that we're working through your grow in in oklahoma yeah 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 let's 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 talk about let's talk about the the health camp and eric and and and, and all of that yeah, the health camp is one of the big projects that I've got going right now. It's uh, it's an app that's going to allow uh, one of the programs I'm working with currently is a it's called Cannabis Oil Success Stories, and it's 175,000 people on a Facebook private group that share these stories about how cannabis has helped them fight cancer. And I've been looking at this page for a year and a half or two years, and when I met Chip. I, my intention was to, to make the best oil and share it with everybody. But then I realized that there's a lot of good oils out there and that I could probably be better spent using my passion to create a place to have everybody share their information. And then we can go through and aggregate the data and be able to find out the best way to use what product on what cancer for what type of person and be able to get that information to the general public. Right now, it's kind of hidden. It's there, but it's hidden. So I'm, I'm, I'm creating an app called Health Camp, buddy. Uh, Health Camp has THC in it, and it starts with the word health, heal. Heal is a really big part of our world. And, uh, and we're creating this app. It's a social media type of a crowdsourcing platform that allows people that have used cannabis successfully to be able to enter their information, and we'll aggregate it into a result that'll be able to give a person that's dealing with cancer the information easily generated for them so they can either have access to the oil and know what kind of oil to get what oils work best for what type of cancers certain body types work better with different types of feca oils Uh, we're talking about fully extracted cannabis oil is is what i'm focusing on there's a lot of other things that you can put with it but i've I, I, I think my, my reason I'm on earth is to be able to focus on the fecal oil itself. So I'm, I'm going to be getting this app together. We've actually got phase one done. I expect it to be completely finished within the next month. I'm excited as hell about it. I think it's going to save lives. It's all ties to this charity that I run. It's called Early Recognition is Critical. I want to talk to him about my son. I could talk about Eric forever. He's, a, he's an awesome kid. He's a three-time cancer survivor uh, since he was age eight. And uh, anybody that has kids can relate to the, the fact of being a parent and being a caretaker of an eight-year-old son that's very athletic and loving and, and dealing with this kind of shit. So I've been dealing with it my whole life. I'm trying to give back. I believe cancer fights cancer naturally. I don't think that chemo is, is the if, – if it takes chemo, do chemo, but also use cannabis. That's my that's – my, Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So it's, it's been awesome. Chip's got a lot of experience with a lot of people. I'm, I'm using his network. Uh, we're, we're growing some marijuana in Oklahoma specifically to be able to be made into the, the best fecal oil at different types of strains. 
because each strain's different. I mean, you want indica for cancer. If you're fighting cancer, you don't use CBD. You might use CBG, you might use CBA, but you need THC. And you need high THC indica, which is a very uh, sedative cannabis compared to the sativa, which is a little more of a, a head high. It's more medicinal. Yeah, it kicks your ass. And yeah. when you're sick, you need to rest. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's what I got going on. And, and uh, you know, with the help of what Chip's got going on, uh, we're, we're working together to, we, we give back. That's one thing that I, I love about Chip is the first day we talked about the Eric charity and, and Chip wanted to, to, I could see in his eyes, he was a giver, a giver you know, and, and, and I learned at a late age that you giving back feels really good. I, I was selfish, I guess, growing up. I'm a, a unique individual. I actually got divorced 12 years ago and I'm back with my ex-wife. So I, I don't give up easy. Uh, so uh, beware. <laughs> you want me to do All right, let's not turn this into a till in the bottle now. Come on. <laughs> right on, Come on. This is the Real Dirt Podcast. Talk cannabis mostly. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> let's talk it. Let's, all right. I'll smoke it. I'll smoke another joint. Yeah, hey, man. What are you, what, what you smoking on today, Jim? Some Humboldt. Some, some, oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, I got yeah. you. I, I'm, you know, I'm on the porch this morning. This is a Friday morning porch session, and we got yeah. a tractor driving by. Ship's got the best porch on the best thousand foot view in Oklahoma. Really <laughs> <laughs> We're a thousand foot high here in Oklahoma. A thousand foot high. <laughs> the weed is just okay, basically. So <laughs> it's okay. Kush okay. Yeah, Oklahoma's been a really great place for growing ganja. I mean, it has a set of circumstantial issues, but uh every place does. And you know, yeah, Northern California has the best climate when the climate's right there to any place in the world, probably. South Africa here also has similar type of climate, maybe in Argentina. Is that the but, same longitude, uh, latitude? I mean, is it? It's, 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 except those are on the Southern hemisphere okay. and, but a similar coastal mountain type environment. And, yeah. you know, lots of, uh, uh, indicator species and wine and grapes. And, and, and that's how, that's kind of how I relate it, but wine, wine works. Uh, the same way, but right? Hey, look in, in Northern California and Oregon, the West coast, man, forest fires, dude. Oh my God. Man. Right. Like just like devastating the smoke and like, sometimes it's okay, but other times it's just totally ruined. And even if you don't get burned out, it can be difficult there too. And, you know, last year here in Oklahoma, it was just hot and dry and windy. And this year it hasn't been as hot, but it's definitely been more humid and with, with less wind, it, you know, it's definitely has its challenges and we have been, been challenged, you know I mean? We keep pushing the envelope and COVID and the employment shortage, all that caused us, you know, us problems. And I mean, I've been doing this my whole life and there's no sure, sure home runs. That's why if anybody needs any help in Oklahoma specifically or Colorado or California, Chip's the guy. He's already been there, done that. He'll wear a suit coat. I think I probably won't. But, uh, uh, a yeah, suit we, coat. Listen to him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man, I, I'll, I'll look fresh and clean. Jim, however, is going to come right off the Frisbee golf course and <laughs> uh, pull off his visor. Right. Yep. Put down maybe the joint not. And go into the board meeting. Maybe right? not. Maybe not pull the visor off. That might be pushing it. But yeah, so we we got a killer deal working yeah. in a greener hey, greener, group, greener group is it man? I mean, so yeah, let's talk about greener. Let's group. talk about greener totally group. Kind of, yeah. So so what we've done is we have compiled a large group 
of experts in the field of cannabis that are already working as consultants in, in the cannabis space. And, and here's what we realized is even the best of the people, they started out just being best in their fields. Right. And they know how to grow cannabis and scale it, or they know how to, you know, do financial assessments of cannabis businesses, or they know how to operate cannabis businesses. And they kind of just got like through opportunity, they got moved in the consultant space, which is more of an entrepreneurial space. Right. But in, in in their heart, they're tradesmen and experts in their exact field. And they have a hard time running business because business is hard to run. So what we've done is we've aligned these guys. Right. Right now we've got we've got 12 people that are official lead consultants for us. But uh, I mean, the network is endless. If you call us in any state, pretty much I've got someone close to you you know, that we can work with, that we've built this network of consultants. Now you call us up, we have a conversation about what your problems are, what your goals are, what you want to solve, whether you're buying a cannabis business or you're building a cannabis business. Or you or want to invest in a cannabis business. You want to invest in a cannabis business. I mean, we've talked to all of those types of people. We've talked to government agents we've talked to investment uh, groups money laundering specialist money yeah yeah uh, you know i hate that term so deceiving but it, it's bank relationship specialist we'll just go ahead and explain that right now so we don't get off topic which is hey man if you are a bank and you want to open up business to uh cannabis people you know, you have to do it in a certain way. So you bring on someone to help you do that. And our guy is, is, you know, one of the leaders in doing this. So you call us up, we chat with you about what your goals are, your problems are. We've got this list of consultants. We pull out our consultants, send them on the task. And they're, they're usually, a, I mean, it's usually accomplished like quickly, you know, we've got a couple of, a couple of, projects that seem to last a little long, but like they've almost, that's the beauty of our network, right? Jim is we solve problems immediately. We've already seen them all. Famous story about Picasso is, I don't know if it's real or not. Maybe it's not Picasso, but I think it is, you know, a lady walked up and was like, Oh, Hey, Picasso, you know, Oh, could you just, could you, uh, sign this, you know, paper, this sign, this napkin. And so he does a little doodle signs it and says, that'll be $30,000, right? You're like, wait, wait, that only took you 15 seconds. He was like, no, that, that took me 30 years. <laughs> yeah, it's worse. And it, 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 it's just kind of an example of, of how it works with us too. It's like, we've already heard all the problems, right? Just like our call yesterday with the bug problem the guy had, like we immediately know how to solve that. But many other consultants or groups of people, they want to hook you in for, you know, a year long contract. And we just want to solve your problem and walk away. Right. And that's really been our, our success is that like in just a matter of a, sh a day or two, we can solve most people's problems. Well, the thing about this project with Chip and I is that we already have our livelihood covered. So we're mm. not, we're not desperate for like paying our overhead with this business. business. Right. It's, like right. Our, it's not a hobby, but it's like a passion for us. I like the claim we bring to culture. I'm not sure Chip's a big lover of that because 
he's been in, in he's been that guy for so long and I, I haven't been so it's kind of fresh to me but I believe, <laughs> I believe it's important to bring that I mean Chip and his group have helped me make smart decisions on investments going forward I highly recommend if you're 60 years old and you want to invest in cannabis call greener group I mean we'll go over stuff with you that you'll never have thought about we can look at your books. We have a CFO that works for us. That works for multiple cannabis companies across the board. Uh, we've got people that are. Right. We, yeah, can, we, got, we can in one hour decide, like tell you literally if some investment opportunity is, is full of shit or worth investigating. And we've done that a couple of different times. It's really amazing because we have so much experience in the cannabis industry. We can immediately look at operational costs and expenses and tell if it's real or not. You can't hide from our group because we have, we're not one dimensional. We're multidimensional. We're like, we're like full spectrum. We're full spectrum <laughs> consultants. You know, it, it is not us our way or the highway. We are, when you call us and talk to us, you'll realize that right away. Uh, we've got a yeah. great team together. One of the good things we do with uh, our consultants is we support their back end too. We, uh, and take that loosely. Uh, we, we support their business side of it, that the stuff that they're not good at. It's like like a doctor. A doctor does all the run reports, all, all the, the crap that they don't yeah. support. Like it, it's really turned the consulting industry into a more professional organization. Because in the past, and hey man, no offense to you consultants, you guys know what's going on. Is you guys are growers or extractors or business people, and you know you all need better back end offices. If you got a great back end, then yeah, you're going to do great. It all starts with that. Uh, we're we're getting better at it. We're gonna have all of our guys with a with an app that can that can really communicate well with the customer. Like I said, we're not looking at a full time gig. We're 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 in and out. We're we're in fix your problem, get out. We're problem solvers. Yeah. Uh, and you know our consultants also they're independent consultants. And so if if you're a cannabis consultant from from hemp to extraction from you know genetics to to banking. IT, whatever, right? Uh, give us an email, man. You know, we, we want to increase our network and the, and we might have some business for you. Um, and you're an independent con contractor. And, uh, we're just helping you guys too, man. And uh, it, yeah, sure together. it's business. Sure it's business. And and we, I enjoy business. And this is a good, good business to be in. We saw there was a problem in the industry on both the consultant side and on the consumer side. And like I said, I'm pushing that investment side, guys. Anybody that wants to invest in the cannabis. Yeah, space, absolutely. It's a call. We'll go through the pros and cons with you. We're going to think of stuff that you'll never think of. I promise you that because uh, we have people coming to us on a regular. We're still learning every day. And what we do is we learn every day and then we share it with you. It's a fun business to be part of. Being part of Chip's network has been amazing. All you got to do is call Greener Group and you're part of it, man. You know, so it's that, it's that easy. If you enjoy it has been fun though, man. We've talked to, like, we just launched this business a couple of months ago. We've talked to, like, so many cool people about projects they're doing. And, you know, are working with so many cool people right now on projects. Man, without, without naming names or specific locations... Like what, what's the favorite call that we've been on? I like the one that came from Tennessee and they overgrew hemp uh, because yeah. it was one of the first ones that we had. And these guys were like, man, we really don't know what to do. We, we basically have th thousands of pounds of hemp. We don't know. We don't know how to get rid of it. We don't even know where to start. We don't know what to do now because we got so screwed this year. What do we do next year? They, they were just completely 
at at end at what's end, you know, and they were real typical of what was going on in the hemp industry this year, for sure. Yeah, supply and demand, and uh, I mean, they were they're smart people. They were in the agricultural industry. They already had like success doing other stuff. They've already got like products on the shelves in the in the oil ag space, like not cannabis related at all or hemp related at all. They were successful business people and, and had problems. Um, Which is very common. They thought, oh, it'll just be like growing strawberries. Uh, it's not. Yeah, we just grow it and somebody will buy it. And it, yeah. and, and, it's, and strawberries aren't like that either, man. You know, you got and nothing is. Sometimes it, you don't know you that have to have that sales channel. I think personally, from a, a business side, uh, that's the first channel that you should create before you grow anything. Oh yeah, hey, you know, I mean, one of the one one of the things that we do a lot of is branding and marketing, and just naturally through all of our businesses. And the thing that both of us realize is you can have the best brand, the best design, the best content, the best advertising, the best product placement of any of your competitors. But the only thing that's going to drive your brand is sales, right? You have to sell. And honestly, that's the first channel you should work on instead of the last. People try to work on the opposite side, right? They work on the brand first. They work on on the the easy stuff. Yeah, they work on the easy stuff. And and one thing we're finding out at Greener is that marketing is tough. Like I said, we got kicked off Facebook. I mean, both both, uh, Chip and Travis, uh, Travis is one of our partners, and they were like, it's not if we're going to get kicked off, but how long? And it's like, we got to work around this crap. There's constant contact. Won't let you send out cannabis stuff. So at, at at Greener, we're figuring this out. We have our own CRM. And we'll work with you. If you need help with anything like that, if you're starting a dispensary, if you're getting ready to think about doing a grow, call us first. Let's talk about a supply <laughs> chain before you grow it. Yeah, yeah. don't call us after. Well, I, just, I just realized we were starting to sound like an infomercial, <laughs> which, is, which is totally cool because it's my podcast and I can do whatever I yeah, want. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, it's exciting. It's so exciting to talk to all of these different people. Man, I think I think – my favorite conversation was also uh, a hemp com- Well, I've had two conversations that were my favorite. I think the cannabis farm on the West coast that wanted to relocate to another state. It, it was just, it's difficult with the environment, the fires, the remoteness, the taxes, the state, the local taxes over in California are just ridiculous. And, you know, they wanted to move in. And I really like this conversation because they were they were cannabis, successful cannabis people. They've they've been doing it for a moment and they realized like, you know, they needed a little help and reach out to us. They were interested in other states that they can move and operate in because, you know, previously California for many, many years was the only place to operate. And, and now it's just not not the case. So I really like that conversation. And man, I also like that hemp technologies conversation we had. These guys are trying to develop uh, some hemp technologies and we're really approaching it in a, a different manner. And that was really inspiring because the, the hemp textile industry is just is growing so much, growing so quick. It is. And we've got a great, by the way, we've got an excellent connection with textiles and hemp oh, right yeah. because of this. So. Yeah. So let us yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Engineers. Hey, we also have the ability to, we are a specialist at building any kind of app or website in the cannabis space. So let us know. Uh, we've got all that covered. 
Uh, I know it sounds like a one night, a one-stop shop, but like literally through all of my years of business, I've had to do all of this stuff for my businesses. And, and mostly I set up in my own employees or networks of people that now understand cannabis. And, you know, so I'm basically opening up my network gym has got a huge IT section and programming section to his business, right? Like, you know, we can pretty much design or modify any software, build any app or or website through in-house means. That's what you're saying, Jim, right? Yep. yep. We got the the capacity. We've got people that, that, you know, the team that's building health camp buddy. And uh, what they do is, like I said, we, we could put you on a CRM that you don't have any restrictions whatsoever. So yeah, yeah. Give us a call. We're, we're I'm a, a marketing branding guy. I love talking about that. Uh, Chip and I dream shit up every morning. That's, I kind of look forward to those calls because it fires me up. You know, it's like, it's better than exercise. That's for damn sure. And, uh, <laughs> and it, it, it does. We're getting, it puts us on the same page and it's like, we don't, we don't have to, you know, if it, it, I've never had a partner with, I can just say, Chip, I got it. And he's like, he hangs up. We don't waste each other's time at all. And, and if you're going to get a partner, find somebody like that. I couldn't say enough about how much I've, I've learned in the past year and a half that we've been working together. And I know you say you've learned, but man, I've, I've learned just as much. So, you know, that's, that is the beauty of a good working partner relationship is that you, you know, you, you learn from each other and me and Jim have both had poor partners in the past and we've had exits from businesses that worked out or didn't work out. And we've had a a significant amount of experience of working with people and, you know, having an active partner in your relationship versus an investor is a a completely different scenario. We should do a whole podcast about that. We should like talk how, to, how to partner, how just specifically how to, how to partner how to, with people, how to get along. It's a hard yeah. thing, man. Get along. I, I'd start by get a bong, right? I mean, you get a bong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I totally believe that you've got to have something in common with somebody and Chip and I, mm-hmm. we found out our common denominator immediately and yeah. we've never broken off of that. I mean, we've, we've stuck with it. We stayed in course. Uh, we, we pivot left and right, but it always comes back to the, we're business partners that have become friends. I highly recommend don't partner up with a friend. Yeah. Partner, that's a better be, way to do it. That's become sure. a friend after you become business. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, it's only, only that's that's my free information I give you, and uh, <laughs> some, some of the other things that Chip has brought up that are pretty awesome are that we're both business business people. We we believe that uh, entrepreneurship is awesome. I've been selling cinnamon toothpicks since I was eight years old. But the number one thing is that we support cannabis. We really believe in it, and and Chip more than me, he lives it. He his goal is to grow more weed than people can smoke. And my goal yeah, is to man. save people's lives with cannabis. So we got, you know, if you want to participate in this mission, give us a call, man. Follow us. Follow us. Eric is a big mission. Uh, actually, I'm. This is we, Chip and I were going to talk about this, and I want to bring it up. Is that I'm I'm getting ready to uh, come well, out. Well, hey, hey, let's 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 pause. Okay, for one second and breathe, because Jim will Jim will just start talking and and get so excited about stuff. But uh, hey, 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 let's just break for one second and say. This is the Real Dirt Podcast. Thank you for joining and listening. Please join us on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, hey, and you, you know, if you're out in the world and you need some uh, uh, equipment of some sort, lights, soil, nutrients, 
cultivate okc.com cultivate colorado.com we ship all over the country call us if you're in colorado call us if you're in denver Call us if you're in Oklahoma. We'll ship to you. Uh, we have commercial accounts. Um, we're one of the largest purchasers in the country of Rockwell, General Hydroponics, uh, Botanicare, Pure Blend, Grower's Soil, uh, Tuper. We ship all over the country. We support cannabis farmers all over you know, the country, specifically in east of the Rockies. But uh, coming to the West Coast soon and look for all of our products uh, in the West Coast uh, 2021. This is The Real Dirt.